welcome to episode 11 of the Sister Cast. I am Amanda. And I am Zoe, and I just had to take a sip of my coffee. And how the heck are you? It's been like, it feels weeks. like weeks since I've seen you face to face. Well, you were on another continent, so. And so we record these episodes sometimes a little bit in advance. Sometimes they go up the day we record them. But I was just in England for two weeks. And by the time this podcast is uploaded, I think you're going to be in England. Yeah. When what? When are we recording this? This is Well, we're recording this the first week of November and it will be live November 13th. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it will. I will be coming home from England tomorrow. Fun, hey? <laughs> so yeah, I've just been in England and I don't know if it makes me a bad person, but I didn't talk to you once when I was over there. No. And you know what? I had a number of times when I was driving around the city, as I often do, where I wanted to call you and I was like, oh wait, I can't. She's in another country. And that was really sad. But you could have Facebooked me or emailed me or commented on my photos. I know, but I want it. So really, I want to talk to you on demand. Like I want to be able to summon you through the Bluetooth device on my car Mm -hmm. and say, I just heard this thing on the radio. I know that it's only like a one out of 10 on the actually interesting scale. But I want to talk about it for 10 minutes while I'm driving. And you always humor me with that, except when you're traveling in another country. And so people now can connect with people. Like there's Rome like home. Did you have your phone on? See, I didn't even think to call you. You did, didn't you? I did have it on. (laughs) But then there's the time difference. There's the time difference. And quite frankly, I wasn't interested in talking with anyone. No, true. You're busy. And well, I wouldn't say I was busy. You were escaping. I was escaping. Yeah. I didn't even. And and that's kind of what I wanted to start the podcast with tonight. Um, A whole bunch of revelations, a whole bunch of aha moments while I was away on my trip. Um, And so it starts with whenever I go on a vacation, like... And this was a vacation I went with just my 10-month-old daughter, mm-hmm. right? I left to a, visit a friend, a very close friend. Yeah. So it was like a relaxing vacation. It was. And it was um, it was two weeks. And I don't know if I normally would go for two weeks. Were you really gone for two weeks? It was two weeks. I think it was like two weeks minus a day, oh, okay. right? There was two travel days as yeah. part of that. So I was actually there for 12 days. Um, and then, you know, um, which it was awesome. It was so great. But that if, when you have such limited vacation time, it's like, would you would you spend mm-hmm. and, you know, have a bunch of those downtimes? You can you don't need that long to do England no, right? to do really London. Yeah. But you can if you if you have the time. And yeah. quite frankly, right now I'm on maternity leave coming to the end of it. I've got nothing but time. Yeah. And so I took the 10 month old. So the husband and daughter stayed behind and there is the five to six hour time difference we had the time change when I was there so it was five hours for most of the trip time difference so in the morning I couldn't talk to them because it was middle of the night and then we would be out in the day and then um sort of that 8 to 10 p.m England time when you're sort of back home before you go to bed they were just getting home right so you had to kind of stay up a little bit late to talk Mm -hmm. to them after school exactly so one thing I was I did not opt into the uh, Rome like home. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know a lot of people, a lot of these um, we have that phone subscribers. Are you going to use it when you're away? It's ten dollars a day. Yeah, I I mean I don't 
we use it in when we're in the states yeah which is why i've subscribed to it mm-hmm. so i don't know i mean can i opt out of it while i'm there just by turning my phone off yeah so that's what we did so um we just put our phones on uh airplane and then we used wi-fi right which my the friend's house i was staying at had full wi-fi and many places have full wi-fi um like mcdonald's and a few other places so um because i wasn't looking to get lots of calls and texts from people um and then lots of the tourist attractions and that kind of stuff have the have the wi-fi so but what i noticed for talking with my husband you can do facebook video chat oh okay right and it's just like facetime yeah right but you can do it and so we did that for video chats um and was able to sort of connect that way i could have facebook video chatted you I know, but and I didn't. <laughs> I did not. And feel I've been sad home for three that. days, and I still hadn't seen you. But we talked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As in, like, when we are you coming over? About to podcasting. And so, the, <laughs> so tonight when uh, Zoe came over to my house, she was in my house for like a good five minutes. I heard her. I saw her come up the driveway. I was upstairs, and then I heard her come in the house. And she was here for about five minutes, and then she texted me. She's like, you know I'm in your house, right? (laughs) It was very quiet when I arrived. It was bedtime. It was the kids' bedtime. And as I was driving over here, it's about a 15-minute drive between our houses. And as I was driving over here, I was behind a minivan for a security company. And I was thinking to myself, I don't know whether or not I should admit this on a podcast, but I'm going to anyway. So the Viking and I, we don't have a security system on our home and we've talked about it, whether or not we should, because he is away um, for six months of the year during the week. So there's a good chunk of time when I'm home alone with the boys and overnight and, you know, that sort of thing. And we've talked about it off and on. Should we get a security system? Would that make me feel safer? Is it an unnecessary expense? And I was thinking, oh, that would be an interesting thing to talk about on the podcast. (laughs) And then I get here and I just walk into your house and it's very quiet and there's no acknowledgement that anybody knows that another person is in your house. And then I was thinking, well, we don't need to discuss security systems. It's very clear. (laughs) I saw you coming. You did. And then I, so then I texted her and then she said, no, I saw you. And I was like, well, okay. I live on a very quiet street. You do. We know all the comings and goings of what's going on, but I didn't want to talk with you because I wanted to talk with you on the podcast. Yeah, that was hilarious. And so then we come downstairs and I hear her say, I hear her say, welcome to episode 11. And I come racing down the stairs (laughs) to her basement. And she's like, did you think I got started without you? And I was like, well, I was buried in my phone and computer. I mean, there's a solid chance you would do that just to punish me. And... And then we were talking about my coffee and she said, oh, I see you got a coffee. And we record these at night after the kids are in bed. And I said, well, yeah, I didn't even think to get you something because normal people, you're a normal person who doesn't consume caffeine. And she stopped me and she said, stop, stop talking. And I said, oh, right. Save it for the podcast. So you came over to my house and you did not bring me a Tim Hortons. You stopped. You left your house, stopped, stopped at a coffee shop. You know, when I texted you and said on my way. I was in the drive-thru at Tim Hortons. At that point, I could have asked you if you wanted anything. You didn't. I didn't. Did you want anything? I, I didn't. No. <laughs> I didn't want anything. So there you go. You enjoy your coffee because I'm going to have my Fortnum and Mason gin and tonic tea. Oh, yeah. So tell me more about this. Well, tell me about England in general, but tell me about what is this gin and tonic tea? Do you know what Fortnum and Mason is? Not really. A grocery store? It is. It's the Queen's grocery store. Oh. So there's only one of them. It's in downtown central London, like Mm -hmm. a couple blocks away from Buckingham Palace. And it's probably like the nicest grocery store 
in existence. Everyone there wears like suits and top hats and wow. And so the whole um, uh, I actually saw it as a viral video on Facebook, um, like BuzzFeed or someone had shared. There's a new gin and tonic tea, and then I saw that it was Fortnum and Mason that had it, and I was like, oh. So I went to it and I got it, and I got it and i'm not letting you have any you can have your tea. gin and so it's tonic. not actually alcohol it's just gin, gin and tonic flavor tea. tea oh okay it's so delicious but you know what it doesn't taste like gin and tonic it tastes no. like mint or oh, okay it just tastes like a really nice cup of tea uh-huh. right so it should for it was eight pounds for 12 bags <laughs> so it better no the trip was fabulous Uh, you know like England was awesome we um I was staying in a suburb outside of London called Bushy not everyone who I was on the train with and I was like oh I'm going to Bushy they looked at me like I had three heads and I was like oh Watford like oh we know so I think Bushy is really quite small and Watford is the big one so um half an hour to central London Right. Like it's very close. Right. Uh, for our Canadian listeners, they would know like Mississauga to Toronto. Like, right. So it's just a little suburb outside. But the tube pretty much goes right there. And so like we, New Jersey to New York. Really like Mississauga to Toronto. Right. Right. So um, you so my friends who I was staying with are teachers and one of them teaches at Wembley, like right near Wembley oh, Arena. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And she drives and it takes her an hour. Oh. It's 15 kilometers. Wow. But because of traffic, right? right. But you, as you will see, and as I think you already know, like the tube system is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And it's so easy to navigate and to, uh, to get around. So she's like a six minute car ride to Stanmore Station on the Jubilee Line, <laughs> which basically she's a six minute car ride to the last stop on the tube okay and so so you don't have to take an overground over rail right not you don't have to take a train which Mm -hmm. costs more Mm -hmm. right yeah um but then you just get on the tube and away you go so so we mastered it so uh the trip was great uh relatively uneventful Mm -hmm. there was just one sort of major thing that happened what so i don't know anything about nothing but how cute is this bag what does it say oh oh the notting hill shopping bag oh i love that so did you go to notting hill sure did and was that available at a specific store or everywhere in the neighborhood so this is a fundraiser the notting hill shopping bag um supporting local good causes uniting shops and shoppers made by the notting hill shopping bag company they're only five dollars five pounds five pounds five pounds and they're so and this one this this one was drawn by an 11 year old. So wow, these are the so painted cute. houses. You'll see them yeah. all over there. So when we got to Notting Hill, I went with my uh, college roommate. Actually, she was in uh, London at the same time as I was. So we met up and we wanted to go to Notting Hill, check out the Portobello Road Market, as well as, of course, all of the places from Notting Hill and Love Actually. Yep. And so uh, we got there. And as we were walking into the market that day, we went on the Saturday we saw these Notting Hill shopping bags, except they had like this terrible cupcake design on the back. Right. And I was like, oh, I really like the Notting Hill shopping bag, but I really don't like this annoying cupcake d- right. that was drawn on the other side. So anyway, we were shopping and kind of doing our thing. And then we went to the second cup coffee that they ha- there's a it looks the like same it was- as the canadian mm-hmm. chain yeah okay. so it looks like it's really relatively new i think it's been only open about f- maybe four months in port in um in notting, notting hill. hill 
and uh, has a nice big, uh, you know, red maple leaf in mm-hmm. part of their logo. And we, you know, we had already been sort of touristing for about five or six hours at this point. And so I needed to charge my phone. We wanted the free Wi-Fi and to sit and have a cup of coffee. So we went into Second Cup and we managed to get a spot in the basement um, where there was some nice wingback chairs and a fireplace. So we sat there. My friend went and got me a tea. I threw my money in my wallet, you know fed my daughter and then um after about half hour 45 minutes I said okay ready to go so we left second cup and we went to and and we were looking at some of the stalls and my friend said I saw some Notting Hill shopping bags over there with more variety um on the pictures so we walked over to them and I found this one with the painted houses on it yeah reached into my wallet to get my money and it wasn't there. Well, it is not there. Oh, my. No, that's terrible. <laughs> I was like freaking out. I bet. And I was carrying a very big kind of bag. And I know that London is kind of notorious for pickpocketers. Okay. And I all the time I was there, I was being cautious, made sure my wallet was at the very bottom of my bag, had my diapers on top. And I started rooting through my bag. And I'm like, it's not here. It's not here. It's not here. It's not here. And I'm like freaking out. And she's like, okay, calm down. It's probably in your bag. I'm like, no, I just went through everything in my bag. It's not here. And she said, well, where were we last? So I just like turned around and started running back to second (laughs) cup, like running and ran down to the basement. It had fallen out of my purse. It was underneath the wingback chair. And it was still there. It was still there. And relief because it had my passports in it. Oh, my God. Because I'm that idiot who travels with her passports in her wallet. Yeah. Well, you need to yeah carry your wallet. But wow. So. My friend stayed at the market stall and got the bag for me (laughs) and paid for it because I didn't have my money. So I I am so appreciative that we went and stopped and got this because if you you could have gone a lot further without realizing you didn't have your wallet. Luckily, it was two minutes after we left. Yeah. Oh, so this bag will forever have special meaning. Yeah. So um, that luckily, that was the only sort of eventful thing that happened. Um that uh that we did both days the first time I went into London for um like it was like the second day that we were there because you spent a lot of days just hanging out in bushy Mm -hmm. right okay yeah just because uh the first day the first couple days I got there my friends were still working Mm -hmm. and then uh so I just sort of tootled around and then my college roommate showed up and we went into London that day that we went into London I thought my phone was charged but it wasn't. I think the 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 plugs in the wall have to get physically turned on. Right. And I think I had forgotten to do that. And I thought my phone was charged. So we left the house, mm-hmm. got on the subway, and I was like at 2%. I'm oh. like, well, that's not going to go well. But luckily, I was there with my friend, and she had yeah. her phone, and that was fine. Because we needed... We didn't need to, but if we wanted to pick up from the subway, we just had to message my friend yeah. and she would come pick us up. So we were coming home after a long day. And I have, and this whole time, you have to remember, I have a 10 month old like strapped to yeah. my chest. She was so great. We kind of forgot she was there half the time. But on the subway, everyone's like, oh my goodness, what a cute baby. So we were taking the, the tube back to her place and she kept saying there's free Wi-Fi on the subway. There's okay. free Wi-Fi on the tube. I'm like, well, that'll be easy. We'll just message you when we're 15 minutes away. Yeah. She meant on the platform. At the station. At the stations. So we were trying, we were just sort of talking loudly amongst ourselves, me and my college roommate. Okay, we should really message April. It's time for her to pick us up. We're looking for Wi-Fi, looking for Wi-Fi. Nothing. 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 And we had been told that British people are not it's not that they're not friendly 
but they just are very proper and they just don't talk yeah. to people, right? And they don't want to help people is what I, you know, like my friends have warned me. reserved. Yeah. yeah. Like they're just kind of, you know, if you ask them a question, they'll probably respond because that's yeah. a nice thing to do. So we were just sort of loudly talking amongst ourselves. Oh, we thought there was Wi-Fi. How are we going to get in touch? And this guy, mid-30s, looked like a banker, was a banker, we found out. You know, it was like, oh, no, no, you can't do that. He goes, but I'll let you use my hotspot. Oh. So he turned on his phone so we could. Right, which had data, which he could use as a, you could tether to as a, as a hotspot. So we thought that was really cool. So then, like, four days later when we were in the same predicament, we tried our act again on the subway and no one picked up on it. What? <laughs> Yeah, we were like, oh, no, how are we going to send an email? If And then my friend's like, if only someone would hotspot us. I'm like, no, you can't say that. You have to let them. You have to let them think of that. So um, so I didn't have any pictures from our first ta- day in London um, because my phone was at 2%. Not right. a big deal. Like, not a problem at all. But when I first posted to Facebook after I had been in England three or four days, the first picture I posted was me at Toby Co- Carvery. Which is like a plate of food. Yeah. So what was this? Okay. So I saw your pictures. It was like five pounds or ten, ten five pounds. Nine, uh, five ninety nine or six ninety nine. Okay. And it's a carvery. So there's a whole bunch of meat. Yeah. And then all the, it's like Christmas dinner. And where was this? this oh, it's like a chain. In Watford? Yeah. But it's a chain all right. over London. Because roasts are a big thing there. Right. right. So yeah, there's like four types of meat. So turkey, ham, whatever, roast beef. And then all the fixings. Stuffing, mashed potatoes. For six ninety nine. Yeah. Well, that's quite a good deal. It's a great deal. And <laughs> was it was it good food? So good. Oh. So good. I mean, like, restaurant chain, mm. like, but yeah, like, I mean, how can, like, it's who? roast beef. And so if you have that craving for that Christmas dinner, like. That's a good way to get it. You can't make it for that price. No. Yeah, right. So the three of us went. None of us had alcohol. 30 bucks. Yeah, that's including great. drinks, right? Yeah. Like it was crazy because my youngest, I king sized it. By the way, you king sized for a pound it. fifty. What for a pound fifty more? You get you a get bigger extra meat, bigger plate, and extra meat. Wow! And two Yorkshire puddings. Wow! Were the Yorkshire puddings good? They were good. Do you pour gravy in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. delicious. Yeah, yeah. And you can yeah. go up and get. You don't. It's not unlimited meat, but it's unlimited st- other stuff. Like, yeah. So you can go up and get more stuffing, but you don't need to. It's enough. As we have discussed on previous podcast episodes, my youngest, who is almost mm-hmm. six, we can call him the almost six-year-old, he's quite the picky eater. And so we've started to think actively about what are we going to feed him? What is mm-hmm. he going to like when mm-hmm. we're in the UK? Now, he actually, now he actually likes curry. So mm. we'll be able to go out for Indian, no problem. That's right. My picky eater loves curry. I don't know how to explain that, but he just does. Um, but he also loves carved meat. Mm. Right? Toby Carvery. N- no gravy. That's fine. Can touch the meat. But yeah, just a pile of meat would, would make him happy. So I'm putting that on the list. Now, they're mostly, I think, out in the suburbs, but you can throw it on your list and see well, if you can find them. We're spending three days in Portsmouth mm. yeah, with a car. One. Yeah, there so, might be one near there. Yeah, well, well, I will look it up. So I don't know if you'll be able to do it because you're going with your kids, but we went to a pub night, like a trivia, which is obviously a huge thing there. So um, me and my roommate, Canadian, we went to the pub and we left my daughter with the British and the expat at their apartment. If they had come, we would have killed it. Instead, we came in last place. Oh, no. You know why we came in last place? 
All the questions were British. Right. <laughs> okay. So speaking of British things, since you were just in the UK for two weeks, I have some questions for you. Okay. What are we calling this segment? We should we should call this segment something. Is it the well, what? Well, it's kind of Sister Google. Okay. okay. This is this is Sister Google, the British version. Okay. So I'm going to say to you what the British say, and you are going to have to tell me what they really mean. Okay. Okay. So for example, that's not bad. What does that really mean if a British person says, that's not bad? I don't like it. No, it means that's good. No. Yes. Okay, wait. There's another one. What do, What does it mean when a British person says, quite good? I have no idea. It means a bit disappointing. Oh, my God. This is not true. I, had not <laughs> this en- is, this I did is not true. encounter stuff like that. Yeah. Um, what about when they say, very interesting? They don't like it. That is clearly nonsense. <laughs> For sure. I'll share the rest of the list with you later. But in my experience, these are these are quite true. Well, the British people all sound very proper when they, they speak. They do. But very they ha- polite. They have a dry sensibility mm-hmm. that means that they often say the opposite of what they okay. intend like you know because it, it's a it, it's like a way to kind of caveat what you're saying like another one for example is i hear what you say which really means i disagree and do not want to discuss it further yes right i'll go with that right yeah okay all right oh yes it was a lot of fun um so what did i want to tell um oh the, my other tip because you're going to be traveling, do not get off at the Covent Garden Market tube stop. Why not? Um, there's, Chaotic? There's stops at either side. Okay. Like, there's stops on either side that are three minutes away. Right. And um, let's just say, do not get off at Covent Garden Market. Why? Because there's... Um, Too many people. Well, a crowd. it's a poorly designed... Confusing. Sub- no, it's just a poorly designed subway stop that's very, very busy because Covent Garden Market... The look on your face is very hard to convey in a podcast, but you're like big googly eyes. Do, do not. not okay. Do not get off at Covent Garden Market directly. Warning. Go to Covent Garden Market. Do not get off at that stop. Right. Get off. At- and even when you're on the tube, there are like notes that say, hey, if you're going to Covent Garden Market, get off at the one before. Right. It's a two minute walk. Right. Um, Covent Garden Market stop is... It's an elevator to get everyone up. Oh, so it's actually underneath Covent Garden. Yeah. Oh, and you want to get off and then enter at one end or the other. Yeah, it's just a gong show, right? right? Because it's an it's an elevator. So long to queues. get up. And then, or it's a very long, windy staircase Stair. that you can only get two or three people. When you're carrying a baby in a giant bag, that sounds like a mm-hmm. nightmare. Yeah, so yeah. just do not get off there. And um, I got you a present. Oh! What? I got you a present. So here you I'm go. I'm so excited. There's what did a, you get me? Okay, I'm opening this live on the podcast. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Oh my gosh. It's so exciting. She got me knee socks, platform nine and three quarters knee socks from Harry Potter um, that I am going to 100% put on right now as soon as I can put my microphone down. Oh, and they were a steal. Can I tell them how much? Yes. They were, they were two pounds 50. At a store called Primark. Primark. Tell me. I'm have just you put heard my mic of, down while you tell me about Primark. Have you heard of Primark before? No, I have not. Okay. So Primark, I, it's just in the UK. And it is like fashionable, trendy stuff at dirt prices. Right? Like leggings are £2.30. Lots of shirts are £10. I got the cutest pair of ripped jeans there for £7. And... Uh, 
I am now wearing one of the socks. Oh my god! Do you think would it be uncool to take these socks to England? No, well, you can just buy more there. It's true. Go to Primark. You definitely need to go to Primark for your Harry Potter stuff because they had a whole bunch of Harry Potter stuff, dirt, dirt, dirt cheap. You know I'm going to do inappropriate things with these socks uh, on later. Do it. Do it up. So um, that's why I wanted to give them to you before you left because I wasn't sure if you were going to find yourself at a Primark. Yeah. But you definitely <gasps> should find yourself at a Primark. And they say Harry Potter on the sole. The only downfall with Primark right. is the stuff does fall apart in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> So you bought something at Primark. I brought lots of stuff at Primark. And then you wore it there in the rain. Well, no, it hasn't fallen apart yet. But you can feel it. I did most of it. The only I bought this cute pair of ripped jeans that I wore like maybe four times like there. Yeah. I did the rest of my Primark shop the day before I left. Right. So no idea how it's going to hold up. Right. Haven't even washed those ripped jeans. There is a chance when I wash those ripped jeans, they will just not come out of the washing machine. (laughs) But that's okay because they were seven pounds. The fact that I've already got a couple wearings. You just put those socks on. We've got our two pounds 30 worth. And do they have kids clothes? These say girls. Yeah. Yeah. Tons. Oh, those girls. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. No, that's good. They fit me. I'm very short. They're one size. They're girls. Did they not say girls? I thought they, they said do. Girls. They say UK four eight USA six ten though. That's just size of foot, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So you definitely should check out a Primark because okay. they've got lot. They have lots of licensed stuff, and just be warned though, right? The stuff does fall apart. I'm making a list right now. As well, um, did you know that Lush is a Cana- is an English brand? Yes, I did. Oh, I did not know that. I thought it was Canadian. Want to hear something fun about Lush? Always. So they have the stuff in the store, mm-hmm. but then in their um, workshop, I guess, in the UK, they also have some limited stuff that's only available um, either through the website or Facebook. I, can't, I honestly can't remember. I've only done it the once because it's very expensive because you order it in pounds, then you pay shipping extra shipping to Canada yeah. and then when it gets here it's assessed duty oh. so I but I bought some high street shower gel and some cut like some limited run um, massage bar that will never be available in the store it was only available from the lush thing oh really yeah yeah so I did know that it was UK yeah interesting because I thought it was Canadian because I watched under but undercover boss Canada and there was someone from Lush head office in Vancouver. We went to the world's largest Lush store, which is on Oxford Street. Yeah, I think I want to go there. And it was awesome. It was so good. And they have this new line of products. I hope it comes to the Lush in Canada. Um, it's called Naked. Mm-hmm. So basically, there's no packaging. So it's a oh. shower gel that looks like it's a shower gel bottle. Except you just like lather up. It's just a soap. Yeah, like it, yeah. just the container, you can just like add water to it and it lathers up and then it dries and then you keep on going. So they have a bunch of like face creams and everything that now no container because they're mm-hmm. so it's really it was really neat. Awesome. Did you just tweet out a picture of those? Uh, no, I went <laughs> in the middle of our podcast. <laughs> no, I should. No, I was making a list. So far, I have Carvery, Primark and Lush Oxford Street. Got it. Oxford Street is something else. It, have you heard of Oxford Street? Yeah, that's the shopping, shopping high street, right? And on, and the only vehicles that are allowed on Oxford Street are the red double decker buses and black cabs. OK, cool. And it, I think in a couple months, they're actually cu- shutting down Oxford Street. That is only going to be pedestrians because it is crazy. So I think that kind of wraps up my trip. I'm already planning my next trip back to England. Again, San's husband. Oh. I'm going to take the oldest daughter. Yeah, yeah. In about three years. Oh, yeah. 
as long as she's into Harry Potter. Right. So she's got three years to get into Harry Potter. Yeah. And then I think we'll go back. You know what's interesting is we're actually not planning to do the Harry Potter stuff this time because we're actually not spending very much time in London. Right. And so I also want to return at some point with one or both of my children and probably not the husband to do the Harry Potter stuff. So maybe we can yeah tag team that. The Harry Potter stuff is in Watford. Is it? It's outside, yeah. Oh, so the, it's quite close. The Warner Brothers studio yeah, yeah. is in Watford. And again, it's a 15-minute express train yeah. backwards. Or King's Cross, yeah. which doesn't cost anything. No, they, yeah, just you to can go just to see them. We are going to go to that. But the, the Harry Potter experience thing, we're just, it, it takes up half, half a, day. a day. And yep. we have kind of a limited number of half a days because we are going to Portsmouth and Manchester as well as in and out of London a couple of times. So, yeah, it's quite the, the busy trip we have planned. Cool. Yeah. All right. So I guess that pretty much wraps up um, episode 11. Episode 11 is in the can. Was that it? Is that how we're ending it? That's it. <laughs> All right, then. We shall see over. you again in episode 12. Perfect. Perfect.